This is Better Benefits, a podcast from the team at Brella Insurance. We're talking about how to use employee benefits to build a world where health hardships don't create financial burdens. If you're a broker or employer looking for fresh ideas and new products employees will actually use, this show's for you. Hi there, I'm Laura Cave, Head of Marketing here at Brella, and with me today, as usual, is our Chief Revenue Officer, Mike Zerillo, for Better Benefits, Episode 16. Today, we're talking to Shannon Goggin. She is the co-founder and CEO of Noyo, a technology company that's built API solutions to simplify the connections between benefits administration platforms and carriers so that employers can design better benefits programs for their teams. Mike, before we introduce Shannon, can you tell us a little bit about the kinds of challenges that employers face when it comes to the data behind their benefits programs? Sure. Happy to, and and good to be back hosting with you again, Laura. This is a really great topic for us, and I I think we're going to get into a, a world today with Shannon that uh, is top of mind for brokers and employers. And, and when it comes to data, you know, thankfully, technology has continued to advance and employers and brokers have benefits administration platforms and, and other ways to more easily administer their programs. But I don't think we've still yet cracked the code on how to get that data out of those systems in the fastest, most accurate way and get those into carrier platform. So I think that's a top of mind subject for many of our listeners today and and so excited to have Shannon here with us talk a little bit more about our partnership with Noyo. They're just like us, disrupting, thinking differently, challenging the status quo. And and I think that's great ultimately for brokers and employers that that we work with. And you know, we've talked a lot about building better benefits and finding ways to limit financial hardship. But when it's hard for employers to implement new programs and solutions because they're concerned about the data side of that equation and discussion, that really becomes the shame of it. So at the end of the day, we've got a really great discussion planned and really excited to have Shannon here. So I won't steal her thunder anymore, but what they've built at Noyo is impressive and, and it's incredibly important for our industry, even you know through the work that happens there largely behind the scenes. Yeah, that's right. It it really strikes me that that what Shannon and her team are up to is so critical to managing the complexity and truly getting the efficiencies that should come with bringing the insurance industry further into this digital era. You know, we can't truly move away from the old ways of doing things unless we have reliable systems that can talk to each other and give us accurate information that we can trust. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and introduce Shannon. Previously, Shannon was senior consultant at Deloitte, followed by a couple of years as a project manager at uh, Zenefits, where she built the engine for the small business insurance shopping experience. And as Laura mentioned, today she's the co-founder and CEO of Noyo. Shannon, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here today. Yeah, it's great to have you. So I'm really excited about this topic. As I mentioned, it there isn't a broker meeting that goes by where we're not asked around about this question of you know integration with platforms. And before we get into those specifics, would love to hear a little bit more about your professional journey and how you became passionate about the benefit space. It was definitely something I didn't expect when I left consulting. I I moved, I was living in New York at the time. I'd been doing management consulting for a few years and 
really wanted to go work with a company that was doing something new and innovative and challenging the status quo. And that's what startups are all about. So I moved to San Francisco and I, I found a role at Zenefits, as you mentioned, where I was working on Zenefits is an HR payroll benefits all in one platform. So serving small businesses, helping them run the back office of of their business and all of the administrative work that comes with that and connecting up the different systems that historically have just been, you know, really separate and cause a lot of paperwork and unnecessary time and energy to be spent by people who are managing those businesses, HR teams. And so that was an amazing experience. I was there from 2014 to 2017, and I was a product manager building in our benefits side of the house, specifically on our insurance product. And so what we were trying to do there was, can we build a kayak-like experience for our customers who were small businesses to understand what insurance options they had available to them to offer to their employees, compare different plans and prices, and think about what made sense for their specific employee base. And that was a really eye-opening experience for me in my professional journey because I had always understood health insurance to be just sort of a pain, I, I think as many people do, and a bit intimidating, but not the most exciting thing. It wasn't why I why I went there to work specifically on health insurance, but the more time I spent working on that problem and seeing the way that the industry works and what people's ambitions are and intentions are and how that actually comes to fruition or gets blocked by data problems, technology challenges. It's a really complex and dynamic space. And that alone makes it an interesting thing to work on. But the part that really stuck for me was all of these things that are happening under the hood that are so challenging are directly impacting people's experience in this country with their healthcare. I love the way that Brella talks about, you know, a health hardship shouldn't cause a financial hardship. That's really the point of insurance is that you pay a little bit every month into pool of money so that if something happens where you need to draw on it, it's there for you. And in a lot of ways, our industry misses the mark and falls short of delivering on that promise to people. And I view the work we're doing at Noyo and companies like Brella are doing to modernize this industry and create these new, better experiences for consumers as really high impact, really important work. And that's why I find it such an exciting space to, to be in. Yeah, that's great. And, and I will say, I think we're batting a thousand now with folks who said the benefit space wasn't really the space they expected or thought that they would be in professionally. So I think you're, you're following right along with that trend, Shannon, with previous guests. It sneaks up on you. Yeah, it does. It does. But the good news is, you know, we've talked to some incredibly talented people who I'm glad are in this space because, you know, they are thinking differently. Just a quick question. You know, obviously, Zenefits was a disruptor back in 2014-ish or so I'm curious, what was the one thing you took away from your time there that you sort of lean on in, in this new venture? There are a couple of things. It was a pretty amazing experience and I learned a, a ton. You know, one thing is that if you know too much about the way a space works and you're very focused on 
the way things have been done, it becomes very difficult to actually break out of that thinking and propose new new solutions, new ways to do things. And so one thing that we do here at, as we build Noyo is make sure that we have incredibly deep understanding of the way that the industry works today and people who come from carriers and Ben admins and you know brokers and, and people who understand the way things have done and who are looking to challenge it. And we also bring in people who come from other industries. Maybe they've been in the fintech space and they've seen the way that's been done over there a little bit differently, different dynamics, but a lot of parallels, or they come from a different industry altogether. That combination of domain expertise and kind of being a little bit free enough to think about things in a different way is really important to actually making change because you you can't approach a hard problem like this and just say, oh, you know what, we'll just start insurance over, over here. The way it's been done for a long time is, is some of that's inertia, but some of it's for certain reasons. So you have to understand those things well enough to challenge and change them, but you need to make sure that you are, you're not just kind of falling on the way things have been done. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I'm wondering, can you expand a little bit upon what some of those problems are that Noyo is is looking to solve? Yeah, a lot of it is the way that data moves around the ecosystem. The information that we're talking about here is pretty sensitive. It's related to people's insurance coverage. It often includes, you know, very PCI or, or HIPAA sensitive data. And it's the data that affects what people are actually enrolled in, what coverage they're actually signed up for, and when that coverage takes effect and and how they can use it. So to get a little bit more specific, we sit between the benefits administration platforms, whether that's a payroll company, HRIS platform, you know, focused Ben admin, and the insurance companies to make it possible for them to connect and trade data really easily around what policies have been sold are those policies actually installed properly and can members enroll, make updates to their coverage throughout the year, process their renewals. So typically this type of work has been done on you know paper forms, filling out when someone starts a new job, they fill out new hire paperwork and apply for a coverage on their first day. EDI 834 files is another very popular data exchange for, for making these things happen. And then there's just a lot of kind of typing data into portals or making phone calls. And the main, you know, there's a lot of problems with that. It's inefficient, it's error prone, it's time consuming. And it also really gates what you're able to do with that information. If it's not digitized, then you actually can't as a software company. And there are a lot of really exciting, innovative tech companies focused on building better consumer experiences around their insurance. There's a lot you can't do, not because, you know, not because no one has the ideas for it. Just like, I can't show you this piece of data because that piece of data is locked up in a 95 page PDF and I don't know where to find it. And so a lot of what we do is, is making the benefits embeddable into different software experiences and then making sure that any changes are happening, you know, in a digitized automated way and they happen correctly and and in a timely manner. Got it. Got it. So it sounds like you're not only improving the experience that the employer may be having with their Ben Admin platform. So, you know, reliable data exchange means your bills are more often the correct amount. You're not having to 
make edits and adjustments all the time. I mean, that right there is is a great service. But then you're also enabling new types of benefits to become available because you're making it easier for folks like Brella and some and other types of benefits that are new to the space to get into and quickly integrate with the Ben admins so that they can be part of the benefit strategy. That's right. That's right. So Shannon, I, I'm just curious. First off, as I said at the top of the, the show, we're we're thrilled to be partnered with you. You know, our partnership strengthens our value proposition in the market. And, you know, I love having a chance to sort of answer that question now about data and integrations and and connectivity with, you know, our combined partnership. I'm curious for for brokers and employers that that might be listening, you know, if you were to to sort of look at your solution and and highlight the the top three or four reasons why it's unique, what would you what would you say? One of the things that we take very seriously is data transparency and up to date visibility into where something is at any time. And what I mean by that is if we take a, an example of that the new hire that we talked about earlier, they start their new job and they sign up for coverage. They may go in through their bed admin or they may speak with their broker and fill out some paperwork, which gets sent off to the carrier. And they don't really get an update on that information until it could be weeks, could be, you know, in some cases we, we hear about people waiting months to hear back. And you just really don't know if what you sent off has been received, if it's been processed, if there was a problem with it. It takes a long time and it and it often comes in a way that's just really painful, right? You go to the doctor and then you find out that you thought your coverage was ready to go because you sent in your paperwork, but actually it never made it through or it got lost or it got dropped or there was a problem, but it didn't get back to you. And you got your, you know, you, you had your doctor visit and then you get a big bill in the mail. And that's a terrible experience for you. It's a bad experience because you're going to call your HR manager at your company and bad experience for the broker and for the carrier. And so it just causes a whole mess. A big thing that Noyo has focused on from day one is being able to get data confirmations back from the insurance companies that we work with to say, what do you have in your system right now? And we give the ability for a Ben admin that might be using our APIs to trade data with their carrier partners, really granular statuses. So for those who are listening who maybe are familiar with the traditional EDI methods, you would be sending as a Ben admin once a week, a full snapshot of everyone who is enrolled on coverage for a group, for a company, and their dependents and their addresses and what coverage they should be enrolled on. That gets sent over to the insurance company, who's now trying to figure out, did anything change from the last file we received? Did anyone get hired or did anyone move? Or you know, anything that they need to adjust in their systems? They have to figure out what's going on there. And then they apply that change. And often those files come in with some problems, you know, if usually my my record was getting sent as Shannon Goggin, if it one week got sent as Goggin Shannon, that might terminate my actual coverage and maybe start new coverage for a new person named Goggin Shannon who doesn't exist. And it's a, a whole mess that needs to get cleaned up and someone has to catch it, but it, it really gums up the system. And so what Noyo does is we offer very granular based tracking of these things. So you're going to send us, you know, change Shannon's address and Noyo will show you for that specific item, where is it in the process it was received? It has, you know, there was an error with the type of information. We were missing a, a birth date or something that we needed, missing an address. 
the status of that as it moves through its life cycle. And that way you can provide either as a broker or, or a Ben admin system to your user, a much more transparent understanding of what's going on with their data, which just breeds confidence. There's efficiencies and you reduce errors and all that stuff, but also just the confidence of being able to know where something is, is really, really key. Yeah, that that's really well said. And, and I, I think sometimes we, we live it, right? We've all experienced the impacts of, of bad data and, and what that can do to the process and how that undermines, you know, trust and confidence and ultimately delivers a poor experience for all involved. So I, I really do appreciate the way you're looking at this space. And, and, and I say kudos to you guys for, you know, pushing on that, you know, certainly was time for an entrant in this space to really take to the next level, that level of focus. Yeah. So, Shannon, we ask everybody this question, and I'm curious in your situation, since you're you're not working directly with the employers and their teams, I'm wondering if COVID and the pandemic environment last year had a big impact on your work, whether it accelerated things or slowed you down. What was that experience like? We, we were always a distributed team. So I know a lot of companies had to go through very quickly a, you know, a snap to a work from home model. We've always had an office in San Francisco, an office in Durham, North Carolina. And then we've always had some team members who are elsewhere around the United States. So from that perspective, I think it was a relatively smooth transition. We do have offices in San Francisco and Durham, but people can sort of use them as as they they want to. I think from a partnership perspective, it it did help people wake up a little bit to how quickly they need to make these technology changes. A lot of insurance companies are thinking about this. First of all, I should say what's been fantastic is the dramatic change in attitude over the last five years, even from when we were at Zenefits calling insurance companies and saying, hey, we would love to not send you all these files, or we would love to not make 40,000 calls into your customer support team every month. You know, we we would like to explore APIs, which for those who are less familiar, APIs are just a, a more modern kind of bi-directional way to trade data. And you can put it in place a lot more of those granular controls that, that I described. And they would say, you know, it's interesting and it's exciting. And maybe the specific partner we were working with at the carrier was excited. But as an organization, there was so much inertia behind the things that were already happening. It was very difficult to think about that transformation and that change. And so, you know, cut to when we we're getting NoYo started, it was a totally different attitude. People were saying, okay, great. Like we are excited about APIs. We think this is the future. And we're starting to think about our roadmap. And every insurance company is in a little bit of a different phase in their journey. Some of them are just starting to understand it. Some of them have begun development. Some of them have released APIs for some of the different workflows. And I think what what helped in this the impact of COVID for us was that people stopped looking at these in a 10-year time frame and they started looking at it in a, you know, what can we do this year? How can we break this down into smaller scope items and start chipping away at this process? And so we we saw really strong demand and an acceleration in a lot of those conversations, which was great. Wow, 10 years to one year. That's a big shift. Big shift. There's a whole lot that goes into it. There's execution that's going to take time. And I think a, a lot of this is about you, you have to create a sequenced plan to how you're going to get through this transformation process. And this is the same, same way as when we think about product development at, at a tech company, you don't wait, you don't build for a year and release it all at once. You try to think about, okay, what's the first milestone we're going to get to? And then what's the next thing we'll build on top of that? And it's, it's iterative and iterative. 
you know, it builds on itself and that lets you make progress and start to show real value. And I think we're seeing a lot of the insurance companies take that approach as well. And the other thing that we always have taken into our approach here is we don't expect the insurance companies to have APIs to work with us. We will build on top of their existing capabilities. Sometimes we're building proprietary new things together. Sometimes we're helping them scope and implement APIs. Sometimes we're getting creative with other things, but we we know their systems are going to take time to move on that journey. That should not block them from working with these more modern Ben admins. It shouldn't block them from being able to provide these better customer experiences. And part of what Noyo's value is, we, we help bridge that gap. So we can offer that consistently great API experience to all the Ben admins, the carriers, you know, they all look a little bit different and, and we help them figure out how to, to kind of map into our system so they can be successful right away instead of waiting until their whole project is done. That's great. It, it makes everybody a little more agile, I guess. Yeah. Interesting. So Shannon, we talked a little bit about the, you know, value prop and the problem that, that, you know, Noyo is looking to solve, but if you were to kind of, you know, boil it down to a point or two that you would absolutely want brokers and employers that might be listening to this to take away, what what would you say? There's a lot of exciting things happening. And the way things have been done for a long time, it doesn't have to be the way things are done in the future. So if you're a broker and you're helping your employer groups, your clients think about what type of software they should be using to manage their benefits, or you as a broker are thinking about what you want to use to manage your clients, Look for the ones that are investing in technology. Look for the ones that are introducing these new programs that are talking about APIs and integrations at a higher level. And look for carriers that are investing in this as well, because it's not just the operational efficiency of you know, getting a group connected or, or handling the behind the scenes. It really does come down to the customer experience. And you're going to have a happier customer if they're working with a carrier that cares about their experience and is investing certainly in APIs and in, you know, better connectivity and experiences with the bed admins. But that's also going to show up in the mailers that they send to them in the, you know, the online experience for that employee to look at their own benefits and in the products that they design. So I would use that lens as you're thinking about, you know, how you would recommend things to your customers. And the other part I would say is not all integrations are the same and there's a lot of marketing sort of fluff out there where people will talk about integrations, but really ask under the hood, what's going on behind the scenes? You know, is this, we say we're still integrated, but what does that mean? Is it still an old EDI 834 file? Am I still going to have question mark for 12 to 16 weeks when I'm, you know, when I ask to connect a group, how long is it going to take? Start to challenge and, and ask them what they can really offer to you because there are great solutions out there, but they're not they're not all the same, even though the marketing might start to look similar. That's that's great advice. I was just going to say, Laura, sorry, I, I, that that is really a true statement. I mean, I think even just the general sort of nomenclature out there around, you know, being connected or being integrated, I think there's just such a wide spectrum of what that of what that actually means. And I will take a minute for a shameless plug. If if you hadn't sort of figured it out by now, Brella is one of those carriers who is focused on API and is focused on, you know, being high tech and making this process uh, simpler and being able to sort of do that with uh, Noyo is, is really awesome. So Laura, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's okay. That's, those comments are are right in line with what I was, was going to mention, which was that, you know, it makes me think about how 
by choosing partners who are forward thinking with their technology and their API solutions and the integrations that they create, you're sort of positioning yourself for long-term success because it's not just who they've already integrated, it's who they're going to integrate tomorrow, right? And having this framework that continues to be sort of infinitely flexible is the way that you're going to be positioned, not just to adopt new solutions today, but to adopt new solutions tomorrow and to keep your benefits strategy agile, um, which really hasn't been possible before when there have been you know, so many limitations and maybe not as much innovation happening in the space. And so I think that's really good advice that to look for partners that have flexible technical solutions that make room for new ideas down the road so that when the right ambitions and the right intentions are there, you're able to adopt new solutions that, that you know, continuously improve the employee experience. That's really well said. And the, the thing I'd add that we haven't really covered yet is the idea that the consumer should be able to choose where they connect their own data. We see this in fintech a lot. There are tremendous amounts of consumer-facing financial apps that help you think about your savings plan for the year or your, you know, your banking experience or or even Venmo, right? These are new tools that pop up that the consumer has the choice and they should have the choice to say, I want to use this app, this tool to manage my own experience here. So let me go ahead and connect my data in. That's really difficult to do on the insurance side because the data is not digitized. It's not flexible. It's not, it's not possible to do that. That app that they love would have to go start a 12-month conversation with that insurance company to say, hey, we're doing something exciting. You should please work with us. And so part of our, our core philosophy here at Noyo and, and the way that we built our product is to create that flexibility and make these partners nimble enough so that the consumer can say, oh, this app is interesting and it's brand new, but I want to connect my data. And then that's possible because proper security and authorization is happening and data controls are in place. And the carrier doesn't have to think about, well, if I work with this app, I have to staff a team for eight months to build an integration and they're really small and I don't know if it's worth it yet. Like that whole conversation changes and and it creates a lot more room for, like you're saying, Laura, that you know, that next wave of things that might come on top. Very cool. Very cool. Well, this has been wonderful. Before we let you go, there's one final question that we always ask, which is just for our readers as they're thinking about their own personal and professional growth. I'm wondering if there's a book or a resource that had a big impact on you as a leader that you'd like to recommend. There is. It's a book that I've read a number of times. It's called Conscious Business. It's by Fred Kaufman. And the book really talks about creating a valuable company that's values-driven and values-aligned. And he lays out a number of sort of values that you would want to apply to your business. And then he walks you through some challenging experiences you might find when you are building a company, or it could be a small company, it could be a very large, you know, Something that I think is pretty common is a, a sales team is pushing for something and the, the product or the engineering team is not on the same page or the sales team sells something that the product and engineering team now has to deliver on and they don't feel great about it or vice versa. And it talks about how to approach those types of situations to create really positive outcomes that avoid a lot of 
the challenges that we, you know, I think we've all experienced in in daily life at at various companies. So I highly recommend that book. It's not your not your typical kind of business self help book, and and I return to it quite frequently. Well, that's always a good sign when you're reading it more than once. <laughs> Sounds like a great recommendation. I'll definitely link to that in the show notes so folks can go check it out. Cool. Well, Shannon, thank you so much for your time today. It's been awesome to hear about everything that you guys are up to at Noyo. I'm really excited to follow your progress. And of course, you know, really excited about the partnership with Noyo Sync and getting Brella involved there. It has been a big win for us so far. Absolutely. Well, I'm, you know, like you were saying, and, and like Mike was saying, it just, it really does show that dedication that Brella has to creating, to changing the dynamic in in this space and creating not products, but also experiences that are in the best interest of the consumer, which is, I think, where we all need to be aligned. So we're very excited about this as well. All right. Awesome. So Mike, you know, we just discussed so much and there's a lot in here to unpack. I'm wondering what are a couple of things that are sticking with you? Yeah. Well, so glad Shannon was able to join. And, you know, a couple of things. She made the comment around how data oftentimes stands in the way too much, despite the right ambitions and intentions. And you know, and I, it was it was just well said, and it was thought provoking for me. Right, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard and even experienced in in prior roles. You know that decisions are put on hold, or new benefits aren't implemented, or you know, you name it, just because of the challenge around data and how that can get in the way. So that was that was you know, just obviously a really sound point that that resonated with me. And I think to follow on that that is just a reminder of how bad data can bottleneck or create work or rework for all parties. And I, I know that sounds pretty obvious, but it is a, a good reminder that that is the state we live in all too often. And and to have partners that are able to simplify does really drive you know efficiencies and better processes all around. How about for you, Laura? Yeah, I was going to say something similar regarding the data. I loved how she spoke about confidence of being able to trust the data and just the efficiency of having that trust there and knowing that the pieces are connected in the right way and it's consistently delivering accuracy. That's going to create such downstream efficiencies and really change the employer's relationship and the Ben Admin's relationship with the carriers and create a better experience for everybody. And that's a benefit strategy that you love, the one that works for your team, you know? And the other thing that I was going to mention is I really appreciated what Shannon said about partnering with folks who are tech savvy in order to empower future flexibility. You know, it's one thing to propose, you know, changing Ben admins or changing your major medical carrier and change equals pain. Always. Everyone hates it. And we've spent a lot of time on this podcast talking about dealing with change and having the courage to to change and what happens when we finally realize that the pain of not changing is worse than the change itself. So, so putting yourself in a position to navigate a rapid pace of change is a really good investment, especially with how quickly new innovations are coming. And I think that's, that's a really interesting idea for, for brokers, especially as they're thinking about how to set their clients up for future success. Yep. Well said. Well said. So let's uh, go ahead and wrap it up. If you want to get in touch with Shannon or learn more about Noyo, visit their website at noyo.com. 
Laura, as always, it's been great reconnecting with you on another episode of the podcast. So if any of this discussion resonated with you and you want to get involved, email us at sales at joinbrella.com. We're working with brokers and their Texas-based clients right now on off-cycle enrollment. So don't wait until the next benefit cycle to get your team the coverage they need. Awesome. Thanks so much, Mike. Visit joinbrella.com slash podcast for notes from today's show. And if you liked the episode, share it with a colleague. This helps us spread the word. Be sure to subscribe or follow in your favorite podcast player so you don't miss our next episode. And that's a wrap. This is Laura Cave and Mike Zarillo from the Better Benefits Podcast. Thanks for listening and have a great week.